Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Illegal Motion College Football Podcast. In Nashville, Tennessee, I'm the professor, Matt Perkins. And seated directly to my right, working on passing root trees for his playbook, it's the coach, Corey Burton. What's up? What's up, professor? Glad to have you in Nashville. And guess what, guys? It's permanent. He just moved here this week. He's been living amongst boxes and trying to dig his way out. I think he found the light of day a couple of times, but uh, I'm not sure. He needs to get a tan later on when we go to the pool. But um, I'm looking forward to, a, to an awesome summer pod. It's been a while since we've been, been at it, uh, but I know the fine folks of the United States of America will welcome another edition of the Illegal Motion College Football Podcast. Corey, we're not limiting ourselves to the United States of America. We're a global brand, my friend. Oh, global, yes. Global indeed. Well, it would not be the Illegal Motion College Football Podcast without the third amigo in the second city. A recent graduate from DePaul University's Masters of Education program, finally joining the ranks of the other two of us who have graduate degrees. (laughs) It's our intrepid blogger from Big Ten and Counting, Josh Cook. Well, how... How does everything you say always come out as a backhanded compliment? Uh, Josh, how long, how long have you known me, Josh? I think it's we're, we're, we're more than 10, we're more than like 15 years almost at this point. When have I not given you backhanded compliments? Uh, that's true. Yep. Well, so, but uh, uh, a hearty congratulations on your yeah, thank you. uh, diploma. So uh, for all of you uh, principals and assistant principals out there, if you're looking to hire a top-rate high school history teacher, uh, you should uh, s- send, your, send your contact to uh, illegalmotionpodcast.gmail.com. <laughs> so uh, today, uh, if you remember, uh, last summer, we had some, uh, a little fun with some mascot rankings, and we want to bring a little uh, lightheartedness back to the pod, but this summer... We've got uh, Josh. Uh, Josh has done some really uh, impeccable work here looking at uniforms for all yeah. of the schools in uh, Division One a And so what we're going to do is we're going to have a, a little uniform banter uh, going conference by conference. And we're going to start with, uh, uh, with Josh. And I'll, I'm going to let you sort of explain your methodology. And then we're going to go uh, in alphabetical order, starting with the SEC. So, uh, Josh, you want to explain sort of how you came about it? Yeah. So, uh, as Matt knows, since he lived with me, um, I like to really analyze stuff kind of in like a methodical way. I don't just sort of go willy-nilly. So, what I did was I opened up um, each team's like full schedule, their 12 games, didn't include conference titles or bowls, things like that, because not every team necessarily plays in those. So that would kind of skew my ranking. So just their 12 regular season samples. Obviously with LSU, they only had 11, same with Florida. Um, but for the most part, they're 12 games. And I just would rank those games on a 0 to 10 scale, um, 5 totally neutral, 6, 7, I'm liking what you're doing, 3, 4, not really. And then to get to the extremes, you have to be doing something totally awesome. And now, uh, Josh, are you just looking at the uniforms, or are you including helmets, jerseys, and pants? So for their week-to-week, I'm just doing it as a snapshot. My gut reaction, do I like that, do I not? Kind of like if you've ever been to the optometrist, you know how they do the, like, the one, two? 
mm-hmm. thing for your glasses prescription. I'm doing that. It's a super quick snapshot. And then what I do is um, take their best helmet, whatever was their single best helmet for the season, and I give that a score. I give their best home jersey from that 12 uh, scores, take that out, and take their best road lookout. And then I do a best average and then their total average. And what that does is rewards teams that, say, Illinois, that wears about 12 different uniforms. It lets their two best looks stand out as well as include everything. And, and then from there, I you know take their helmet, their best home, their best road, their total average, their best average, and their worst week. And I rank that within their conference, so a 1 to 14, uh, including ties. And then take those six scores and divide that by six to get their composite ranking. And it's like golf. The lower the number, the better you stand in the conference. All right. Well. Uh, so it's that... very methodical. Yes. And actually, uh, I want to give a shout out to North Texas University. Uh, for some of the smaller conferences, they're not on ESPN with their videos from the games. So I'm just looking at screenshots of videos. And for the smaller conferences, they're not necessarily there. North Texas' athletic department posts, like, recaps of all their games on YouTube. It was awesome. So well done, Mean Green. Well, uh, we won't be be touching on the Mean Green today, I don't believe. Or will we? They're in CUSA. CUSA. Well, we're going to start with the SEC, though. So let's start uh, with uh, the first team alphabetically, which is, I believe, the Alabama Crimson Tide. Yeah, so we were thinking that I would just kind of go alphabetically and we would talk about their uniforms uh, briefly before giving uh, the composite rankings. So for Alabama, uh, classic look, the numbers, that maroon look at home, I absolutely loved. I gave that actually a 9 out of 10. Um, The one thing that I kind of have never fully understood is they wear gray face masks, but no other aspect of their jersey wears gray. So that kind of stuck out for me. So I think it's a I think it's a good compliment. I think it makes the the helmet kind of stand out and pop a little bit with that classic look. I mean, I don't know if they've ever tried white face mask. I'm sure they have before, but I mean, I, me personally, I do like the gray face mask with Alabama. See, I think that the I think that the white face mask would be a little bit too stark, personally. Cause they already have the white stripe going down the middle of the helmet. But I, I, I think it'd be interesting if they had a maroon face mask or That's what I was thinking. crimson yeah. face mask. But let's talk about the numbers because this is obviously one of the classic looks of uh, any college football team is the numbers on the helmet. I have, quite frankly, never been the biggest fan of that. But, uh, you know, I, I know that there are some who, who do like that. Where do you stand on uh, helmet numbers, Josh? So I gave Alabama's helmet an 8 out of 10, but other schools that never wear numbers on their helmets is derivative, and I would mark them down. So I really only like the numbers on Alabama because they've done it forever. It's like Michigan. It's like Michigan's helmet. If suddenly, you know, Northwestern used the Michigan design, they'd be a laughing stock. That's very true. That's very true. Coach, you got anything to add here on, on Alabama? Is there anything you really like or dislike about their, their look? Well, I mean, I really love their home look, and I've never been a fan of white on white. Um, 
never been too much of a fan. I always like the, the, the opposite colored pants for whatever reason, but um, I'm nitpicking here. I really think Alabama has a good classic, powerful look um, and they've never changed it. And, and that's one thing that would get points for me is they've never wavered on that. and They've never changed it despite all the uniform stuff that goes on in the country. So it, it's, it's really good. Uh, that they haven't. I really love that they stuck with the numbers on the helmets and will continue to stick with the numbers on the helmets, and and I really like that. So um, I agree with your ranking there. I really like what Alabama's done with their uniforms, and or haven't done with their uniforms, I should say. Yeah, that, that's a good. That's a that's a good point. The, it, it's uh, funny that Coach mentioned the consistency because I, as I've been doing this, I've noticed if there's one thing that my ranking system really rewards. It's consistency, and like I think a good example is when we do the Big Ten, um, Penn State, Iowa, Michigan, Ohio State, they're all really consistent. They wear two uniforms all year, and if those two uniforms are like a seven, that's going to average out to a seven, whereas, you know, Illinois might go like two, eight, zero, six, three, like they're all over the place. So consistency has been the one theme of my conference ranking so far. Well, let's move on in the conference uh, and uh, hit Fayetteville, Arkansas, little woo pig suey here. Um, Josh, if I remember talking to you before, and I believe that you were, were, I believe you were a fan of the Arkansas Razorback look. Uh, One aspect of it. I love, I love their helmet. Yeah. um, There's not too many teams anymore that does a logo on their helmet. And a lot of times when they do, the color combo makes it just kind of look like a splotch on the side, and it really doesn't work too well. But Arkansas is great. That maroon helmet lets that white pig really, really stand out. I love these. These were my favorite helmets in the SEC. I gave them a 10. Unfortunately, uh, Arkansas had some looks that I didn't really like. They have a bizarre shoulder stripe. They're trying to do these tusks. On their jerseys, it wasn't working for me. They also had an alternate gray look, which has not been doing well. I scored that a 2 out of 10. So as a result, other helmets running early. Well, one of the things I wanted to add, just when you say logo on the helmet, um, you know, uh, one of the things that we should point out is a lot of schools have, let's say, like Wisconsin, for instance, has the Motion W, uh, which is just a letter, which is what a lot of schools have. When you say logo, you mean the actual sort of logo of the mascot, correct? Yeah, I'm talking like the Kansas State Wildcat, the USC Trojan, the Iowa Tiger Hawk, things like that. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, Coach, how do you feel about uh, your, uh, this SEC West school? Well, outside of the helmets, I think they have the worst uniforms. <laughs> uh, I, I don't like it. They, it, it's like they, they're little league with their jerseys and pant combos, but they're big league with their helmet. I mean, I think they do a really good job with the logo. I like um, that they went to the matte finish. It really makes the logo, logo stand out more. Um, I've always kind of liked their helmet, but n- nothing else strikes me as big-time college football with Arkansas. Yeah, one of the things that they have, there are a couple of the schools that we'll get to throughout these podcasts that have, they have their team nickname on the front of the jerseys, which says Razorbacks above the numbers. I am not a fan of that, personally. I think that is, you know, seriously Bush League. Yeah, um, it, 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 it looks like they're trying too hard. and makes the jersey feel a little too cramped for my liking. 
And, and what they've also done is in the V of the neck, uh, Nike does this for a lot of their schools. They'll put, they'll put like a mini logo um, right there in the V of the neck. And I think that's enough. Um, but I, you know, Oklahoma does it too. And I don't, I don't really, there's, there's more of a classic look and they never wavered. So they get a little bit more credit for me. Um, I guess Arkansas has never wavered on that either, but um, still not a good look. though. St- still, it, it, it brings some points down for me. Um, especially as big as the font is. I just don't like, I just don't like really much that, that Arkansas is done with their uniforms. I would probably say that um, if I'm not being completely biased um, and saying Florida has the worst uniforms in the, in the league, um, I would say Arkansas probably actually does have the worst uniforms in the league. Um, well, let's stick in the West, uh, head down to Auburn. Um, you know, they have a color combination, Josh, that I, I know you're fond of. Yeah, um, orange and blue sometimes don't work. And I think when we do the Big Ten, Illinois is going to be a really good example of this. But I found some ways to make orange work. And one way is to do what Clemson does, which is only wear orange and white. So you have it with a neutral color. Or you do what Auburn did, and that is minimize the orange and have that just be a subtle accent color. And as a result, Auburn looks crisp and great. I love Everything about their uniform gave their helmet a 7 out of 10. I gave their home look a 10 out of 10. They have the awesome, they're my favorite shoulder stripes. It's the triple look where it's, so they've got a blue jersey at home. They have a thin white stripe and then a little bit of blue and then a fat orange stripe and then a little bit of blue and then the same really small white stripe underneath it. I love that look. That's my favorite shoulder stripe. And then their pants are great. White pants. Uh, a blue stripe and then a wide orange stripe and then a thin blue stripe mirroring their shoulders. It looks great. And teams that have kind of a wide stripe on their pants have sometimes messed this up. Kansas has like an abnormally wide stripe. Auburn's is perfect. And then on the road, they do the all white, which I'm like coach. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. This is one of the few times that it works perfectly because the pants have the wide orange stripe and then their shoulder has narrow blue, wide orange, narrow blue. So it mirrors the pants. It looks great. It's a clean look. I love these. Well, Coach, your Georgia Bulldogs uh, get to play Auburn every year, so you're pretty familiar with with their look. Yeah, and one one thing I I like about Auburn with the white helmet is they got the triple stripe down the middle and they got the, the accent around the AU with the orange. And what they've done on their helmets is they've actually gone to more of a copper color on their helmets to give it more of a standout metallic look. And I've really, actually, I wasn't sure about that, but I really do like that with Auburn. Um, I think Under Armour stepped in and done a tremendous job uh, with Auburn, I think, before they went, uh, before they were with Russell. And it looked kind of like a cheap knockoff imitation. And if you want to see what, if you want to remember what Auburn looked like, just go look up Tennessee Martin. They're, they've got the Auburn template for Russell. Um, but uh, I, I just like, you know, the, the, the big, the fat stripe on the, on the pants, I really like a lot. I like the, I like the sleeve stripes a lot. I like the, uh, the helmets really, um, really do it and really set the uniform uh, from being just average to being one of the best in the conference. Yeah, one of the things that I, Josh, you mentioned, or sorry, I said, Coach, you mentioned the triple stripe on the helmet, and they match the triple stripe on the helmet with the triple stripe on the sleeve. For me, the triple stripe on the sleeve is often too busy, but because it is identical match to the helmet, I think that's a really nice touch for, um, for the Tigers there. 
So uh, let's move on to another uh, orange and blue combination. Uh, it is the Gators of the University of Florida. Yeah, this is a team that tries to use orange with colors just too much. It gets a really, really dirty look. Um, so I guess the best part about Florida's helmets is, or uniforms, I should say, is their script helmet is still cool. I gave that a seven. I like it. It's solid. I don't love it, but it's still pretty good. And they wore a, uh, a home uniform that worked for me. It was the orange helmet, the blue shirt, the white pants. So they sort of limited the orange, but here's their problem. Uh, the previous schools that we've talked about, Alabama, two uniforms. Auburn, two uniforms. Arkansas had a couple alternates, but for the most part, two uniforms. Uh, Florida wore about eight different combos, and some totally did not work. Their all-orange uniforms are an eyesore. I gave those a zero, and they wore those multiple times. So as a result, they're going to be pretty far down in our standings. Their all-white wasn't working for me. They wore an orange helmet, blue shirt, orange combo. It was so busy. That got a 2 out of 10. Um, Coach, I'm with you. Florida does not have a good look, and I'm not biased like you are. No, I mean, I, I think you're being extremely generous on everything. But uh, the one thing I will give Florida credit on is their helmets. I agree with you there. And their, and their standard home uniform with the blue jersey and the triple stripe and the white pants with the – with the stripe down the down the side of the pants. I, I will say that out of all their looks, that is definitely their best one. Um, it still makes me gag, but uh, giving them giving them credit, I do think that that's their best combo and their best road combo is the uh, is the white jersey, blue pants. Um, I think that's their best road combo, but they've tried so many other different combos. There was one year where Nike had them do, where Nike had a few schools do this like weird uh, – splotch on one shoulder that kind of bled into the, the chest plate a little bit. And I thought that was probably the most heinous thing I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> um, look up, I think it was 2005, look up Florida 2005 um, and look up Virginia Tech as well. They did it. Uh, there was, those are the two schools that I remember the most doing it and thinking, my God, I would hang myself if I had to wear this jersey. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I think that a lot of their alternates that they've tried – have not worked. They tried the classic look. They're, actually, their classic look is, is orange jersey on white pants, and I just don't think that works. I mean, I, I'm just not a, you know, I'm not a huge fan of, of orange jerseys, and, and I'll, I'll even say that about Clemson, um, although uh, Clemson, that's their primary color, so I'll give them a little bit of credit there. But I just don't really enjoy the color orange too much. Um, you know, I think just, I don't know. But – uh, you know, I, I agree with you. All their alternates are really just send their score way down. Yeah, I don't have a lot to add here except to just echo the sentiments on the helmet. The script helmet is, uh, you know, a relatively unique look, and it's been there for a while. So let, let's move on to a much better set of jerseys, uh, the Bulldogs, University of Georgia. Uh, Josh, you're, uh, you're pretty high on them extremely high on Georgia. So, first of all, they are in the minority of having a red helmet, and it really works with that black G. I like that. Um, their home look, they have the red helmet, red jersey, and those gray pants with the, uh, the black and red stripe. It looks great. And then on the road, they wear the exact same pants, which I like. Not too many teams do that. They're also in the minority. 
And then one little flourish that I like about their road jerseys is you would sort of think, oh, they'll probably just wear red numbers. No, they bring a black number, kind of an unexpected twist. They look great. Uh, I love everything about them. And then they are a consistent team. They wore two jerseys all year long outside of one time where they wore a black alternate. Uh, Didn't love it, didn't hate it. Um, It was the red helmet, the same gray pants, and a black jersey instead of the red. It was okay, but the the red I love, they should just stick to that, and they can uh, get rid of those alternates if they want to. I'm going to let Coach take the floor on this one. Yes. Well, I mean, you you had the classic Georgia helmet, the the oval G, um, and the the single white stripe. I think a few years ago, back in the 90s, under uh, Jim Donnan, they tried a triple stripe with the black – with a black middle stripe, and I thought that was kind of cool, but I do like the uh, – they went back to the classic single white stripe down um, with the white face mask. I really like that. Um, the jerseys, I really like what they've done. Uh, they stick with the same pants and just wear a white and a, and a red jersey. I do – I disagree with you on the, on the alternate black jersey. I do like that one a lot because I like black jerseys a lot. I like the color black. My high school is black and gold, uh, so it's kind of my roots. And I, I kind of I, – I think – Black is a good, solid, you know, night game co- um, color. And I think if it's an alternate jersey and you wear it maybe once a year, I don't think that should ding you too much. But uh, there was a couple of times I'll, I'll ding Georgia on um, that they tried some alternate uniforms that I completely hated. Uh, the one where it, to open up the 2011 season where they wore the Power Ranger uniforms. Uh, Nike was doing this pro-combat uh I guess pro combat promotion and they had teams wear these ridiculous jerseys and um, Georgia's were, they looked like power Rangers and they got their butts handed to them. So uh, there was another one where they tried, I call them the Grambling state uniforms because they wore the black and white uh, helmet with the, with the oval G and they wore black pants and they looked like Grambling state, which no offense to Grambling state, but when your brand is red and black and, and, and your brand, part of your brand is wearing that red helmet I don't know why you changed that because it's such a recognizable brand and you're such a, you know, I'll say that they're blue blood and, and I'll say that they're somewhat of a power. They're enough of a power in college football to not have to change their look so much. Uh, and, and kids actually like some of that consistency. So, um, but, you know, some of the best uniforms in the, in the conference, uh, if I'm being completely biased, the best uniforms in the conference um, if I'm being completely unbiased, I'm, I'm ranking them up there in kind of the top three with uh, Alabama. And I'll even say Auburn. Auburn, Alabama, and Georgia, I think, are probably my favorite uniforms in conference. Yeah, the, uh, the one thing I'd like to add to that is it is rare, as far as I'm concerned, to have um, those the black numbers on the red-colored jersey. And a lot of times it doesn't work. For some reason, on the Georgia jerseys, I think because they have that, that white outline to them, it really works for me. And so it's, you know, it, it's a look that is, it's risky, but they, but they really pull it off. So um, next we've got uh, University of Kentucky. Yeah, Kentucky uh, falls into that trap of, hey, let's wear a different uniform every week. So they really lose some points for consistency despite having a couple looks that kind of worked for me. Um, one thing that I'm not a huge fan of is they have a checkered board design, kind of that, um, you know, mo- monta- or a motif of horse racing. They put that on their shoulder. It didn't really work for me, um, but I didn't ding them too much because on their pants they have a nice stripe on the lower third that I really liked. Um, their white helmet blue 
jersey white pant combo looked a lot like BYU, which was kind of weird for a big SEC team to look like independent Mormon school. <laughs> um, but their um, their blue helmet, blue shirt, uh, white pant that they wore their opening week, and then week eight they had a really nice road look of a blue helmet, white jersey, uh, blue pants. If they make those, they're consistent and maybe just kind of simplified it a little bit, not have that checkerboard stuff. I think Kentucky could be one of the better dressed teams in the league. They have a benefit of blue and white being a classic combo, but uh, they just fall in the trap of wearing these random black and dark grays. And Yeah, for me, their, their dark grays are particularly hideous. Um, you know, I, I, I think it's one of the worst looks in the conference. But like, like you said, you know, the, the, the blue and white can look good, just like the Kentucky's basketball uniforms. They are some of the sharpest uniforms in the country. But they're, for some reason, they've tried to deviate in order to sort of, you know, make their brand better known or something like that. And it, quite frankly, just simply does not work. So, um, you know, do you have anything else to add there on Kentucky? Was there, was there a particular look of theirs that you did like or not like, Josh? Uh, their uniforms that they wore week eight, um, that was the blue, white, blue, I gave an eight. Okay. It was a really good road look, I thought. Coach, how do you feel about the Wildcats? Uh, one of my favorite combos that the Wildcats have are the chrome blue helmets with the, uh, with the blue on white pants with the blue jerseys on the white pants. Now, I think they do get a little crazy with their combos, and that kind of knocks them down. And I, I'm not really a big fan of their blue helmets with the with the white block lettering. I'm not really fond of those. I, I think if they don't go with the chrome helmets, they should definitely go with the white with a triple stripe, like the Tim Couch era Kentucky helmets. I do like the UK logo, so I think they should stick with that instead of doing the block K like they did back in the, back in the 90s and 80s and things. But – um, if you ask me what my favorite, if Kentucky wore their chrome helmets year round, I wouldn't hate that. All right. Uh, Josh, you have a feeling on the, on those, on the chromes? Uh, yeah, I think they look good. And I, I like what coach said about their interlocking UK. I think that's a pretty recognizable look. When I think of it, I think of their center court at the Rupp arena. Um, I know it's hard for Kentucky to avoid some basketball stuff, but, um, I mean, the U.K. is Kentucky, man. It looks great, I think. Yeah. Well, time for us to head down to the bayou, uh, talk about the Tigers of LS Who. Um, this, uh, for me personally, is one of my favorite looks in the SEC, but I just I, I, lo- I love the home whites. Maybe that makes me a little bit weird. But, Josh, I know you're a little down on it. So this is probably going to be the most divisive thing. Um, I am not a fan of... For almost every team, Louisiana Tech so far is the only one that did it that looked good of those, like, circular shoulder stripes. They just don't work for me, and so it's a disadvantage for LSU. It's a disadvantage for Ole Miss. Pretty much any school that uses those, when I get to the Pac-12, I know I'm going to ding UCLA. I just have never liked them. Uh, Their helmets are also really cluttered for me with the LSU block lettering and a tiger head um but even with that their color combo is really good so i still gave their white jersey look a six and when they wore their purple alternates with a white helmet and white pants i gave those a seven yes for me for me that also their white helmets are pure gold 
Um, you know, I also, I, I really like the shade of yellow that they use. Um, it's not, uh, you know, I think feel like a lot of times when teams have a yellow, it's more of sort of a, a, a magnolia or goldenrod shade, but theirs is a good bright yellow. And I think that really adds and jumps in contrast to the purple that they use. And, you know, it's, it's definitely a unique, uh, a unique color combo. Not a lot of schools are going yellow and purple. And I've just, I, I've always been, I've always been a fan of, of those home whites because it's different because they've always done it. Again, consistency matters, which is what we've talked about all, you know, all throughout today. And here's what really hurts LSU though, for when we get to my composite rankings, they wore a white helmet, white pant look and the middle of their Jersey was this god-awful gray poupon mustard look. I gave that a zero. They are in the running for the single worst look in the SEC last year. They were an abomination. They need to throw those jerseys away, lock them up, and never wear them again. I don't know enough about LSU to know if that's a throwback, but... Yeah, it, 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 it is a throwback. I can tell you that much. Uh, but I, I think it's, oh. it's, a, it's a '50s throwback, I believe. Uh, leave it's them, leave them in the era of black and white television. And and, and it's a uh, it's a Mardi Gras thing, I think too. I think it's one of those uh, alternate Mardi, Mardi Gras colors. But that being said, and all the tradition, I guess that probably goes into those jerseys. Heinous. The only thing more heinous was the uh, was when Tennessee tried their road cone combination. Uh, in Florida. <laughs> well, uh, like you expected, Josh, we are quite divided here on LSU. But otherwise, I love their white jerseys. I actually love the circular stripe. Um, I think that's a good classic look. Um, I don't like what it does to their nameplate because of the font they use, but that's just me being kind of nitpicky. So, um, but I, I like everything else about it, and I think they're. I think they're one of my favorite uniforms. Well, let's move uh, just a little bit northeast of uh, Baton Rouge, heading up to Stark Vegas. Uh, Mississippi State Bulldogs, uh, a team that is, as far as I'm concerned, pretty pretty bland, pretty 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 you know mediocre. Yeah, and they also kind of fall into that trap of mixing up their look quite a lot. I think if they just kept their two best looks they wore all year, they'd rise through the rankings. They had some okay looks. Um, the maroon helmet with their white shirt um, and maroon pants on the road. I thought that was a really good, clean look. I liked those a lot. But um, they had a jersey that's in the running with LSU for the worst in the conference. And that was uh, they wore these patriotic all-black uniforms where they had a American flag design over the shoulder pads. It looked so cheesy. It was terrible. That got an immediate zero. Um, and I think if, uh, you know, maroon and white's not a bad color combo. If they just simplified, yeah, maybe it's a little boring for some people, but I mean, there's no reason for Mississippi State to be as bad as they ended up being. Yeah, I mean, simplify, simplify, simplify. I, I even liked uh, before they before they had this uh, logo with the M and, and the state running across the M. I like I liked their logo when they had the descending MSU going mm-hmm. down their helmet. I, I really like that look with the maroon the maroon helmet with that look and the triple stripe going down the middle of it. Um, I really like that look a lot, and I, I don't know why they decided to change against it. And I don't hate the new logo, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hammer them on that. Uh, with the with the M in the state, 
Um, and, and I do like their standard home uniforms. I think maroon and white is a good color combination, like you said. Uh, it's it's something that you can do a lot with. But with maroon and white, you have to be more sim- simple in your designs because it's such a good, powerful color combination that if you try to do too much with it, you end up with all these cheesy type combinations. And if you try to do too much accent colors, it kind of gets kind of busy. But um, the more simple they are, the better the better off they are. Yeah, not too much to add here. I still find their jerseys a bit busy with the Mississippi State stack on top of each other above the numbers. That you know, I, that, that's going to be a, a theme for me at least going across. I I'm really against, for the most part, any sort of team name, school name on the front of the jersey. But uh, let's head to their Egg Bowl rival. Uh, University of Mississippi, uh, a, a team that can also be a little bit divisive. Yeah, and I mean, like I said with LSU, they've got those shoulders circular. So right away, I didn't have any one of their helm- their jerseys rise above a six because I just don't like that stripe enough to go like seven, eight, nine, that type of thing. Um, I kind of liked their, uh, their pants. There was a little bit reminiscent of Georgia with the gray pants and the blue and red stripe um those i thought were kind of interesting they were just kind of were across the board pretty uh mediocre a lot of sixes uh didn't hate anything they did didn't like absolutely fall in love with anything they did um they did have a weird thing though they're light blue helmets i think they're are an interesting throwback the problem is when they wore their light blue helmets the rest of the jersey didn't work so it just totally stuck out. Uh, this year they wore those light blue helmets with a white jersey and their gray pants and then a red jersey and a gray pant. And it's like the stripe didn't change. They didn't do a light blue stripe. The light blue wasn't anywhere else on those look. So the helmet just totally stood out and was really awkward. And both of those looks I gave a three out of ten to even though that throwback helmet should be really good. Not going to lie, dude, the light blue helmets give me a bit of a crisis in my pants. Um, <laughs> they are um, among my favorite helmets of all of college football. The rest of the jersey, though, you know, the rest of the uniform, though, really, you know, sort of mediocre to subpar. It's Especially with all the different colors that they're trying to employ on the jersey, it's a little bit, it's a little bit too much for me. And like you, like you mentioned there, Josh, it, when, they throw the, when they use the baby blues, they got to got to got to um, incorporate a little bit of that into the, the jersey somewhere. I, I like. I'll be honest. I, I like the. Uh, I like the baby blue with the red stripe and the red lettering, and when they wore it with the red jerseys and, and the gray pants. That's my favorite combo of theirs. I think it. I think it works. I, I, I'm going to disagree with both of you. I, I think it works there. That's the only combination the baby blue helmets work, unless they get light blue jerseys if they get powder blue jerseys i think that will set the world on fire um, <laughs> and and the the hell will freeze over the world will collapse all, See, all i wouldn't mind the, the the powder blue helmets with a white jersey and a blue pant uh, i think that i think that could look that could look cool th- too. Th- that could look real smart but but i do like their classic navy blue helmets too i mean i do like their standard navy blue helmets i i actually like old mrs uniform um, I, I like when they wear the powder blues with the red. And I like when they wear the the navy blue with the navy blue jersey and the white pants. And then I like it when they go uh, 
I like it when they go powder blue. They actually do sometimes will go powder blue helmet with the white jersey and the navy blue pants, mm-hmm. which I don't I don't think is a horrible combination. See, I, I don't like the different two different shades of blue in the in the same look. But you know, maybe that's. Agreed. I guess that's part of your Titans hatred too. Oh yeah, I've never, I've never cared for the Titans, but that's because <laughs> the Music City Miracle is still a forward pass, uh, nineteen years later. <laughs> so, um, but that's a different story for a different day. Let's head up to Missouri, uh, and uh, another set of Tigers here for us. Yeah, and uh, Missouri joins Arkansas with having my absolute favorite helmet in the league. They wore uh, these all-black helmets, but not matte, so the shiny black, with a huge yellow tiger head. It looked like a jack-o'-lantern where the tiger was kind of cut in some, like, negative area. They were working for me. I love those. Those helmets with their black jersey and their yellow pants was a great home look, a template for them to build upon. Unfortunately, like a lot of teams that – doesn't have as much football tradition, isn't like Alabama where they never change it. Missouri wore that combination just like twice all year. And they muddled it up with a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, they had um, a like a different white shirt that they wore that was really ugly one week. Um, they wore these uh, they tried to use their old traditional black helmets with kind of the oval logo that just look very 90s-ish now compared to their other black helmets. Uh, Missouri's another team that I think if they just took their two best looks and ran with it, they could really compete for a top score in this conference. Yeah, they're one of the few schools for me that really uh, really can pull off that the all-black or at least the black jersey look um, because it is sort of, sort of – it is actually sort of when you think of Missouri football, you actually do think of those black jerseys. Yeah, I'm looking at a picture right now uh, when they played Tennessee uh, this year. They had uh, black-on-black jerseys. It was a real kind of a – it was kind of a simpler jersey. They had the Tiger Head logo on the left breastplate. Um, they had the gold numbers, gold sleeve outlines, and they had the all-black matte finish helmets with the black logo, so you could, like, barely see there was a logo there. Um, so it was kind of like their – I guess it's their blackout uniform. I don't know if they were officially trying to do a blackout that game, but um, it is their blackout uniform, and I love I'm, – I'm a huge fan um, of black-on-black. Black. I, I think Missouri is some of my favorite uniforms in, in the conference. I always kind of like watching them play to kind of see what their what their uniform is, and and very rarely do I do I say this. Um, I, the helmets they wore that you're talking about, Josh, they wore them against Georgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I know I know which ones you're talking about, and they wore the yellow on yellow. And I I thought they were heinous at the time, um, but the more I think about it, I, I kind of really like them because I think the black accents they have on them kind of just make them look cool. And they're one of the few schools that can go outside the box. Um, because they have that black and gold combination, they can kind of go outside the box a little bit and experiment with some things because, A, Missouri's not a huge brand, um, so they can experiment with different looks to kind of find what their look is. And I think they're kind of settling on, on, on this uniform and on the black-on-black black uniform and then the black with the, with the gold pants and, the, uh, and that same helmet, I think, is another good look for them. I like all of their combinations. I think they're a little crazy, but – Every once in a while, I do like a team that's kind of middle of the pack to wear some, like, crazy, crazy uniform uh, to kind of set it all off. And I, I think Missouri's works because uh, because of their color combo and just because kind of the way they, 
what kind of the way they operate in them. They play the best in those all gold uniforms. So uh, whatever helps them. Um, I think that helps their ranking um, a lot. I think those helmets help their ranking a lot. And I'm a huge fan of black on black. Yeah, well, you know, I, I'm not a, a, as big on the black-on-black, but now we're going to have to do another school that also will go black-on-black at times. That's the University of South Carolina. Um, the Gamecocks, from my money, are actually some of the worst uniforms in the SEC, but I'm curious what you have to say, Josh. All right, well, um, first of all, some schools are just blessed with a really good color combo, and it's hard to mess that up. And I think South Carolina is one of those. Black and white and that – uh, I believe they call it Gannett. Um, Garnet. Garnet. Yeah, whatever. Uh, I would just call it a maroon, personally, or maybe a red beat, but I don't have as much of a color palette. But those three colors, throw them together, it's really, really hard to have a totally awful look with those colors. They have the nice triple stripe on their helmet. I really like their white helmet because it lets their uh, C with the, the Gamecock, the it's sort of an animal logo, sort of a shape logo, or a letter logo. Whatever it is, it, I think it works really well. And on the white, it pops so much. It's really easy to see. And, I mean, they had – they were above, uh, like, five for all but two of their jerseys. So even though they wear a whole bunch of different looks, a lot of them were working for me. Yeah, you know, for me again, they've got the they've got they've got this school name, I believe it is on on the chest plate, and I just I still think that makes it a little too busy. And you know, I I agree with the helmets, the white helmets with the with the black and garnet logo look nice, but the rest of the uniform, a they change it up for me too often. I think their all black look is particularly bad. And, you know, it just, they've never been a school that I, I, I look at the uniforms and I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to wear that. Coach? Yeah, I, some combos they have I really like, I'll be honest. Uh, some combos they have I really, really hate. Uh, I, I really like when they, when they go home, they go the white helmet with, uh, with their logo uh, with the black jersey and the white pants. I think that's the only combination that they should be able to wear. I don't mind the white helmet, white jersey, uh, garnet pants. I don't mind that so much. Um, I don't think that's their best look. I, I, I don't. They they have a white helmet, white jersey, black pant look though. That is bad. Yeah, the black on black look for them is bad because I don't I don't think that they have a good design to go with their black on black. I think if you go black on black, you have to be simple. Uh, and you can't have too much craziness when you go black on black jer- uh, jersey pant combination. Uh, but they ha- they started wearing the the old school garnet helmets with the s- white circle around their logo. That is putrid. I hate that. Um, I don't like their garnet jerseys um, because their accents are terrible. Um, and I don't like when they when they go with the black helmets. I, I don't I don't think that they they I don't think their logo. Is a, is a black helmet logo. Um, I think their I think their logo is perfect on a white helmet. I really love their helmet when it's white and they have the black C with the gamecock in the middle and the triple stripe uh, with the black and garnet uh, accents on the triple stripe. I really like that. I wish. But even with that coach, like they, they still have the logo then on the sleeve as well. You know, so then they've got on their sleeve they've got a number number of top uh, on the shoulder pads. Then they've got the double stripe um, sort of on the on the corner of the sleeve, and then the logo on the sleeve itself. 
that's too busy for me. Yeah, I mean, I, I dinged them, and, and they're they're really far down my list um, uh, because Under Armour just does a terrible job with their jerseys. Um, and then they, they decide to throw out three different helmets. I wish they'd just stay with their classic white helmet. I, well, it's not classic white helmet, but it's the, the Spurrier. They didn't, they didn't start using the, the white helmets really until Spurrier got there. So um, I, I, I think they could do so much more with their color combo. I think they could do so much more. Um, with their jerseys. I don't like it says Carolina on the front of it. Um, I don't like a whole lot about their jerseys. I think if they're going to try that double stripe, I think they fail miserably because it's small. Um, so Under Armour needs to go back to the drawing board on South Carolina and just try to make them more of a – or just make them a better jersey to go with their helmet. Their helmet's awesome, but it doesn't get me far enough uh, to really like their jerseys a whole lot. Well, it's funny that you said you like the white, black, white, because I gave that a 9 out of 10 for South Carolina, because I, yeah, I really like that. That's their best look. With all the busyness on the jersey, you don't notice it as much, surprisingly, um, as, as you do. The white jerseys, it really stands out with what Matt said. Um, the garnet jerseys, it really stands out with what Matt said, with the busyness on the shoulders. Um, but with the black jerseys, for some reason, it doesn't stand out as much, and I think that makes them look better. All right. Well, that uh, that leaves us with uh, the University of Tennessee coming up next. Um, you know, in, for me, uh, probably the worst color combination in the entire country. Um, <laughs> the orange and white just, you know, makes me want to vomit. It reminds me of the old school Buccaneers. Even ah, see, Buccaneers were like we're better. Than, we're better than this. Ah, uh, see, I like the creamsicle Buccaneers, uh, but the creamsicle Buccaneers are not this shade of orange. <laughs> and, uh, just, and oh, don't, don't get me started. I'll let you go ahead with this one, Josh. All right. Well, um, I guess the good and the bad for Tennessee. I do kind of like that orange. I gave their their helmet has that nice simple white, the orange T. It's hard to not like that helmet. I think their home jersey looks all right. Their road jersey is really boring, but uh, they wore an all-orange alternate, and even for me, as someone who's partial to orange, that was too much. I gave those a 3 out of 10. And then those those god-awful Smoky Mountain Grays, Squadoosh, zero. Was that the ones that they wore for the the Battle of Bristol against Virginia Tech? I don't know when they wore them, but... No, no, they they wear them for the Georgia game every year. Yeah, well... And they wore them to play. They wore them to play Florida this year too. Um, I will say this about Tennessee: the best thing that could have happened to their uniforms is when they let Nike take over. Because I think Nike's done a better job at quieting down the orange a little bit, and it's not so loud and obnoxious. Um, but even then, it's just such an obnoxious shade of orange um, that, like, I mean, I, I can handle. Texas has a great shade of orange with the burnt orange. It's kind of a darker, darker color, and it looks looks cool. Clemson even has a better shade of orange because it's true orange, and I don't, I don't hate true orange as much as I hate the highlighter orange that Tennessee employs. Um, I just think it's an obnoxious color, uh, and and I and well, and and when you're juxtaposing it with the white, it just it makes it even worse as far as I'm concerned. I even like the orange and gray look better than I like the orange and white. It just, it, it's so grating on my eyeballs. I cannot stand <laughs> it. As far as I'm concerned, they have the worst uniforms in the conference. I, and I guess it goes back to, to seeing shots of Phil Fulmer 
um, wearing an orange coach's shirt. <laughs> he looked like a he looked like a fat pumpkin. But not, but even pumpkin orange is better than that orange. He looked like an, he, he looked like an overgrown like highlighter. Highlighter. It's he so looked, no no no. He looked like the Syracuse mascot. Okay, I think we could all agree on that one. Yeah. Um, well, let, let, let's head down to another maroon and white team, Texas A&M. Yeah, and they do a bunch of ugly stuff that really hurt them. Uh, first of all, they wore a, they wore a matte helmet, which, uh, I mean, Arkansas, I like their helmets, and they've got a matte helmet, so I don't think I'm biased against the matte look. But when you have a, a logo that's just letters, why are you doing the matte? It looked really dumb to me. Then they try and do the... They try and do those 3D numbers where it's like a white number with some gray to, like, shadow it. It looks so tacky. Um, just nothing was working for me with these looks. And yeah, they're, they're real bad. composite, they are DFL. They're real bad. Uh, Coach, yeah. I, I, Coach I, you, had, you had something to say, though, about the matte look. I love the matte helmets, and that's the only thing that helps them. Um, in my biased rankings, I have them sitting one spot ahead of Florida. In my unbiased <laughs> rankings, I have them DFL. Uh, in my, in my bias rankings, my, my, my bottom three are Tennessee, Florida, and uh, South Carolina. That's my, that's my bias rankings. But my unbiased rankings, uh, I've got A&M DFL because those jerseys are the most ridiculous things I've ever seen in my life. Um, the, only, the only redeeming factor it, for them is the matte finish on their maroon helmet. And then sometimes they go with an all-white look, which is not bad. Um, it's probably one of the better versions of an all-white uniform that, that I like. Um, and I, I, don't think they're, I don't think they're horrible, but the rest are just freaking heinous. Yeah, like Josh, you, like, like you mentioned about that, trying to do the 3D numbers, that, that, that is particularly bad. I also really don't like the font of their nameplates. Um, I, I think that it, it's not – it doesn't seem to go with the rest of the uniform, and it's different than the font they use on the front where it says Texas A&M. And the Texas A&M thing on the front, they're, they're one of those teams that – They're John <laughs> come lately with that. No, they've always had the, oh, they've always they? had the A&M okay. on, on, their, on the front of theirs. It's always been a little bit bigger, but they've always had that. So I won't knock them down for that because that's been always, always, always in their look. Um, I still don't really – I still don't love it. But A&M is one of those traditional schools that have done that for, for years. Well, finally, let's, uh, let, let's head up to where Corey and I currently are, Nashville, Tennessee, Vanderbilt Commodores. They have a bevy of different jerseys because they can't really find one that sticks. Yeah, and uh, a few minutes ago, Coach said about Missouri that when you don't have much of a, not necessarily football history, but just a uniform history, you're not like Michigan or Alabama or Penn State where, everyone recognizes you immediately. You can kind of experiment and see what works. And uh, Vanderbilt had two home jerseys that I really, really liked, but were totally different helmets. It was a unique situation. So uh, both jerseys had a black jersey and a black pant, but one was paired with a, uh, a black helmet that had the like a gold chain look with a gold anchor on the back and a gold V on the side. And then the other was paired with a gold helmet that just had a standard stripe, not the chain. No anchor was on the back. And it had the, uh, the vintage black star with a white V inside the star on the side. And both helmets were working for me. Uh, Vanderbilt had some looks that really worked. 
the chain I can see might be an acquired taste. Some people might not like it, but for me, I thought it was unique. I thought it spoke to the, the Commodore nickname, and that's something maybe they could work around. I wouldn't go too crazy with it. I wouldn't, like, start putting chains on their pants or anything. You, you but for the helmet, it looks good. I, I think the chain really borders that uh, the line between unique and gimmicky. And, mm-hmm. I, you know, like you said, it's an acquired taste. I, I, I lean towards the unique side of that, of the look, but I still don't love it. What I do love, though, is the logo. That star with the V in the middle, no matter what combination they use, always looks sharp. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I Bandy is top five for me. Um, again, the black and gold combination. I don't think there's a whole lot of, I don't think there's a whole lot of combinations they can they can put together that look. Yeah, bad. it's hard to mess that up. It's it's a it's a color combination that's nearly impossible to mess up. Just like red and black's nearly impossible to mess up. Although there's some schools that that do mess it up. Um, black and gold is really difficult to mess up. Like black and actual gold, not not the yellow gold. Yeah, sometimes they will go with that a uh, little too mustardy of a look, which yeah. which is not the best. But when when they stick to their what they call I believe old gold. Um, it's, you know, it's, it, yeah. they really can't go wrong no matter how they pair the different uniforms, even with the, you know, the special ones that they use with, with the anchor, with the anchor chains. And yeah. I, I really like my, my favorite combination that they have is the black Jersey, black pants, gold helmet, standard gold helmet with the triple stripe and the V star. Um, I really love that combination. I really love, uh, I really like their stormtrooper combination. Um, Surprisingly enough, where they go the white, all white, I think those are cool. Um, they did this one with the, it was like a gray jersey pant combo, and it had a, it had, they had the black helmet with the gold chain and the anchor that you were talking about. I, that worked for me. Um, but, I mean, I just, I just like what they're doing. Uh, they have a head coach that embraces uh, all the different combinations that they use. Um, I think he, uh, you know, he, he's a guy that's trying to make, Vanderbilt into a brand and their brand is is just going crazy. they're gonna they're trying to be the organ of the SEC where they just go all these different crazy combinations each week and that seems to kind of be working for their brand their recruiting's picking up because of it their head coach is having fun with it and he just signed a contract extension so you know more power to him I love Vandy's colors I love just about every uniform they put out I, I haven't really I haven't really seen a combination except for their gold on gold um, I didn't love that, but um, if I'm nitpicking, that's probably my least favorite bandy combo. But everything else they do, I, I think, is really good. All right. Well, let's uh, – so, Josh, let, let's uh, give us your aggregate rankings, uh, worst to first. All right. Uh, do, do you want me to do, uh, like, say, who won the helmets or anything, like the individual stuff? Yeah, go for it. All right. So the individual awards, uh, I had two teams tied at 10 for their helmets, Arkansas and Mizzou. With uh, South Carolina's white look finishing third. Uh, the dead last ones were the three-way tie with LSU, A&M, and Ole Miss. Uh, the home look, the individual home look, the absolute best, uh, Auburn and Georgia tied. They each got a 10, uh, with Alabama getting a 9 and finishing better for third in the conference. Uh, the road uh, look, Georgia, again, they got a 10. They were the only 10. They won that. Uh, believe it or not, Mississippi State had one random road look that was really working for me. They finished second with in a tie with Auburn. 
the total, all 12 weeks, uh, Auburn and Georgia uh, tied at that. Actually, excuse me, Georgia won that, and Auburn got second. And then uh, third was Bama. For the uh, best rank, just taking their two best looks, uh, Georgia won that. Auburn finished second. And believe it or not, Florida had two looks that kind of worked for me. So they got third along with Missouri um, when you just take their two best looks. And the worst team, uh, Auburn and Georgia had the two least worst looks is the best way to put it. Uh, So my composite dead last was A&M, then LSU, and that mustard jersey really, really hurt them for me, Uh, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Kentucky. Uh, Kentucky and Mississippi State, by the way, were tied at 10. Uh, Arkansas finished ninth, Florida eighth. Tennessee and Vanderbilt, within the same state, tied at six. Uh, Missouri fifth. Uh, Bama and South Carolina tied for third. Auburn second. And your Georgia Bulldogs coach had the best look for me in the SEC. I think that's going to be unanimous with the Bulldogs with their best look. But, Coach, I know you've got a rankings list, too. Yeah, I, I just kind of put together a list as we were talking, um, and I was kind of thinking about it. Um, my list goes UGA number one, Bama number two, Auburn number three, uh, Vandy four, Missouri five, Ole Miss six, LSU seven, UK eight, Tennessee nine, uh, South Carolina ten, Mississippi State eleven. Uh, I think I'm off of my numbers here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Arkansas 12. Yeah, Arkansas 12. Tamu 13. Tamu 13. And Florida as DFL. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, like I mentioned, my, my number one would be Georgia with, uh, with with Vandy and Auburn rounding out my top three. And uh, DFL for me is Tennessee, um, which is barely – well, which is ahead of Texas A&M and South Carolina for the bottom three. So um, we're going to take a quick pause here before we come back at you with Conference USA. enjoyed that musical interlude uh we are now going to hit you up with a little conference usa uh uniform love let's start josh uh with the charlotte 49ers yeah new team uh new look that they can kind of experiment with but uh they've got some issues first of all they have a black helmet that was a matte finish that wasn't really working for me they also have a kind of a dumb half stripe on their pants that was sort of like aren't you just finish it um, maybe being such a new team, they're trying to do uh, some new looks, but uh, they didn't really pay off for me. Um, their highest was uh, a five. They had a couple fives, but everything else was a four for me. Uh, yeah, I, I especially don't like that half stripe on the pants where it says 40. I think it says 49ers on the stripe, too, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, it might. Yeah, it's, it's way too busy for me. Coach, you got anything to add here on Charlotte? 
Yeah, I mean, that's a standard Nike Nike thing, I guess. And a lot of high schools do it, but I think that's a very high school thing. Yeah, it's very high school. I think that's the problem with it. it, it you know, maybe it's because they are sort of, a, you know, a, a newcomer to, you know, Top level college football, but it yeah. just it, it, it looks it, it looks a little sort of JV. Yeah, I mean, I think their whole thing uh, looks JV. I think I, I'm seeing these green helmets with the gold stripe. I don't hate those too much. Um, I'm seeing some of these older uniforms that they should go back to that I think are kind of cool. Um, I don't love again the font on the front of the jerseys, but they're a new team, so they get a pass with that. I like. I think their best helmets are the white helmets. They have these white, green, and white pants that they wear sometimes that I really like. But overall, uh, they're a new team, so I, I'll cut them a little slack. But uh, it's just not working yet. They need to go back to the drawing board. All right, Florida Atlantic. Well, they have an interesting thing. They were one of the few teams to wear different versions of all white. Uh, one of their look was an all white with red numbers and another one was an all white with the blue numbers. I thought the red looked a little better. Their helmets have an owl logo on one side and then a Florida, the state of Florida on the other. And inside they had Atlantic. I really like that Florida thing. It kind of looks retro, even though they're a school that started like in the nineties or something. I think if they put that on both sides, that would be really cool. Um, Atlantic has some stuff that I think in the future they can build upon. They're not there yet, but these are some things that I really like. That, that Florida look on the helmet, that is, that is an extremely retro because uh, Florida State had that in the 60s. They had the state of Florida that said state in, uh, in the, the long part of Florida. So that is an extremely retro look, uh, which I do like. I think it's unique because nobody else does it. Nobody's done it since – Florida State did back in the 60s. Yeah, I don't mind that, uh, you know, the, the block FAU with the wings on the F and the U. I think that's that, that's a pretty clever uh, little addition for, uh, you know, for their logo. Aside from that, though, I, I feel like they, they change it up. Like, they always seem to be changing, like, one little thing. And it's for me, that's kind of annoying. Just find a look and stick to it. They also have a one of my least favorite looks with the feathers on the shoulders. It is, it is real, but that is an automatic zero and for it's, me. it's really busy front of the jersey because it has FAU on it. Mm-hmm. Or has Florida Atlantic written, written out. I, don't, I think that's way busy. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, how about um, their, their brethren in uh, obscure Florida schools, Florida International? Well, they have uh, white, blue, and a true old gold uh, for their colors. That's a really good, solid look. It's kind of hard to mess that up. They went really simple this year. They didn't have a whole bunch of crazy stripes everywhere. No piping like some teams still have. Um, they just have a good, clean look. And a couple times it paid off for them. They wore a, uh, a blue helmet, a white jersey with blue pants on the road one time. I love those. I gave those an eight. They had some uh, some good looks. Again, they're kind of like Atlantic. You can see some template stuff they're working, but they need to build around that. And uh, with their color scheme, they could win this conference. Yeah, I love their color scheme. I like. I actually like their helmet. Their logo is cool with the, the Panthers stepping at you, coming at you with the FIU on top of it. I do like that. Uh, they had these jerseys where they had gold gold letters and gold numbers. I didn't quite like that so much. Um, I think the more simple they, they get, the better. Um, 
And I think that's kind of a common sentiment with Adidas uniforms. I think Adidas gets crazy sometimes with their designs. But I think the simpler they are, the better off they are. Yeah, I, I, again, good color scheme. Every, uh, you know, everything else, pretty solid all around. No real complaints uh, coming from my end. Uh, let's move on to Louisiana Tech, which has, you know, the red, white, and blue looking very American. But, you know, I, I'll get my opinion on that out in a second. Josh, what's yours? Well, I think based on how you tease that, I might be in the minority, but I absolutely loved a lot of aspects of their jerseys. First of all, their helmet, really interesting with the outline of the state of Louisiana and that big T. It's working for me when it's on their white helmet. It really pops. Love that a lot. I said I wasn't a big fan of those shoulder stripes, Whatever Tech is doing, it's the only team so far that it's worked for me. The second week of the year, uh, they hosted South Carolina State. They wore those white helmets with a blue jersey and white pants. It was just clicking for Are you talking about that light blue? You're talking about the lighter blue jersey. No, it's a navy blue. Oh, I I have not caught my eye. I have not caught that one. It was incredible. Um I gave those a 10. I loved a lot of the things Louisiana Tech was doing. They're all reds weren't working for me, but, man, those blue and those helmets, uh, they were talking to me. They were speaking to me. I was was picking up what they were setting down. Yeah, they do, though, however, have um, a red – they sort of have an American flag Louisiana Tech logo that they sometimes use, you know, for the patriotic games, where the T is the – blue with the white stars on it, and the state of Louisiana is red and white striped. A little too Where's Waldo for me. <laughs> um, Coach, uh, your thoughts on the, on the Bulldogs? Love, uh, love their combos. Uh, I think the red, and the, the standard, the red and the standard blue, the red and the royal blue, I think is a great combination that you can do a lot with. I love their red helmets with the single white stripe and the, uh, the blue Louisiana with the white tee. I love those. Uh, I really love the white helmets with the red tee and the blue state and the white jersey with the with the blue pants. I really love that combo. When was the last time Louisiana was a blue state? Hi-oh. <laughs> um, I really like when they go uh, – they kind of look like the old-school Patriots, um, except with except without the heinous logo. Um, <laughs> oh, you you're, hating on Pat, you're hating on Pat Patriot? Yeah. Uh, the white helmet <laughs> with the red jersey and the white pants, I think, is, is, a really, is probably my favorite combo that they have. Um, I do like their blue jerseys. They they kind of look like old school Buffalo Bills uniforms a little bit with the white helmets, uh, the blue jerseys, and the and the, and the white pants. I, I do like that look a lot. Yeah, well. that that that's a real good look. Uh, you know, Josh, like what you said with, with, with the white helmets. That white that white helmet with the uh, with, with the blue jersey, whether it's royal or they they occasionally bust out uh, something that's a little more akin to a powder blue. Um, either of those, as far as I'm concerned, looks fantastic with the white pants. Great home look, very reminiscent of my dearly beloved Buffalo Bills. Uh, so obviously that's going to be a big plus in my book. Uh, let's head over to uh, Marshall and uh, Josh. You know, how, for our first school that we've gone over that has some serious green in their logo. Yeah, um, well, let's start with the good. We'd like to be positive on our show. Marshall has a really nice helmet. Uh, that green block M on a white helmet. And then they've got a green and a black stripe across the middle, a triple stripe on the helmet. It looks good. And then they pair it with not-so-good stuff. Uh, The green is way too bright 
And sometimes they wear green jersey and green pants. So you're getting this weird crayon look. It has some, they have some weird coloring uh, on their shoulder sleeves where stripes are for some teams. They just have the splotch of color. So like a different colored shoulder um, under the pads, like on the shoulder sleeve, that part I'm talking about has a different color. Um, and then a, kind of an awkward nameplate that I think, Coach, you're not too fond of. Marshall's one of those teams that has so much potential with, with the green and white color combo um, that, like, back in the, the Randy Moss jerseys, the Randy Moss uniforms, I really love those. And, and the simpler they go with their uniforms, and I don't mind, like, the the there's some, I'm looking at some jerseys that say herd, the herd on them in really small letters. I don't mind that at all. Um, I particularly don't care for letter or uh, words on the front of the jerseys, but that actually kind of works for me. But they just do way too much. It looks like they're just they, – they look like a JV team with all the different crazy combinations, and they don't need to be because they actually have a really good brand uh, despite being in Conference USA. And I think that they're one of the teams that should just simplify. Yeah, simplify. if they went back to the Chad Pennington, Randy Moss days. But yeah, I mean, they, they, they have a lime green look that is particularly heinous. They also do some things with their numbers that just absolutely make me gag. I uh, hate their fonts. I hate their numbers. I just I don't like anything about their jerseys. They have uh, on their home green on greens, they have these numbers that transform from black at the top to kind of white at the bottom. It's never a good look. Arizona tries to do it, and they're particularly bad with it as well. There is also uh, – they, they also have a look where they have a stripe through the numbers, and that for me is just – I don't even know where to begin with how much I hate that. So, uh, but yeah, when, when you keep it simple, when you go back to that, you know, mid to late nineties look, it's fantastic. Um, their M is distinct because of the coloring and, but you know, so much potential, but here it's turned into wasted potential. Oh, totally. So, um, uh, moving on from Marshall, uh, we're going to head to what I know is, uh, one of coach's favorites that's MTSU, but Josh, let's hear, let's see what you have to say first. Well, Middle Tennessee is kind of in a – feels like they're in a transition where they're trying to get a little bit more modern. They're trying to do some new things. And they haven't quite solidified the look, so they kind of have some some awkward stuff. Uh, The good aspects, though, they chose a nice modern font for the numbers that I really liked. It's one of the few teams that has a modern number font that wasn't totally insane. I kind of liked it. Um, A downside is on their blue helmets – the M and the T is also in blue, so it's really hard to see. As a result, I like their white helmets a little bit more, and their silver chrome helmets were also better than their blue helmets. Um, but I, I think they're very similar to what I said about the two Florida schools of this conference. There is some stuff working as they are trying to figure out a better template. There's a few things that work. If they incorporate those aspects that work, really well, they might have a winner on their hands. But as of now, in 2016, they're a little bit too all over the map for me. They are they're one of the few schools who have, uh, along with Missouri, they have a black helmet that I love with the triple stripe, white in the middle, blue on the outsides, and then going into the black matte helmet. I think that is 
extremely sharp. I am not, though, a fan of their shoulder look where they have sort of the, I would call almost a half a half horseshoe on the shoulder. It's, yeah. the, it's the USC look. Yeah, the, the USC, USC look with, them with, with the number below it. That, 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 for me, has never looked good. It's especially bad on their black uniforms. But I think that when they go what I would call almost their Lions look, silver helmet, white jersey with blue numbers, silver pants with a, with a blue stripe, I think that is, in fact, their best look. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I love their matte black uh, helmets that they that they go with. Um, I, I love their helmets. I love the chrome helmets they go with. But I agree with Josh. They've done some stuff that makes you scratch your head like, what the heck was that? But, you know, then they then they counter it with something that you're like, man, I got to go. I got to get me one of those jerseys. You know, they, they, they're, they're contrasting. They do a lot. Um, but sometimes they take some chances, which I, I do like that they take some chances. And I think with a school like MTSU, you have to take some chances. But, you know, they've swung and missed on a few. They've hit home runs on others. And then uh, they have some some solid ones as well, kind of in between. Well, let's head over now to uh, the mean green, North Texas. Uh, we saw how green could work or not with Marshall. Uh, Josh, what are your thoughts on uh, on North Texas? Well, North Texas, uh, per the good people over at the Helmet Project, uh, in the 70s and 80s, they wore these helmets that were green with kind of a that 70s-ish kind of funky modern-looking bird on them. And a couple years ago, they sort of recreated that look. It's not as 70s-ish. Um, but sort of the same principles of a little bit of an abstract-looking bird. And since they've done that and gotten rid of just having script North Texas, talk about being really boring, it was like an immediate upgrade. As a result, North Texas's uniforms are moving in the right direction. They had a couple times where they hit sevens uh, when they wore their green helmets with the white shirt, white pants, or their white helmets with a green shirt and a white pant. I was really liking those. Those were my individual winners uh, for a home and road look. Um, They have some good stuff. They really do. Um, One weird thing is, though, on their white jerseys, uh, they have a noticeable triangle just below the neck. And not sure what it's for, but it's not on their green jersey. So that was kind of weird. Maybe clean that up. Uh, They have a green and white or a green and black thin stripe on their pants which um, I kind of like. There were some aspects of that that was working for me. And I think, I think North Texas, once they maybe get rid of that triangle, streamline a few things, and really focus in on that cool bird on their helmet, they'll have a good look. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you here on uh, on the Mean Green. But they've got, you know, uh, again, they, they, do have, they could clean up their look a little bit. They are another school that has tried the feather look on their sleeves. Um, when they go with that, when they go with the bird on their helmet, and oh, that that that's particularly bad for me. But um, you know, I think they do have some they do have some nice looks. I am I think their best one is when they have uh, you know they're, they're white on white with the green stripe on the white pants and the green numbers. It's one of the few white on whites that I really like. So, a uh, coach had to step out for a second. So, we're going to continue on with Old Dominion. Old Dominion. Yeah, this is uh, another new team. So, they're kind of trying some different things. Um, when they have a helmet with a lion head on it, it's matte. Uh, worked somewhat, not quite as great. 
Uh, then they have a, another look that has um, the Virginia outline on one side. Um, their blue helmets, their second version of their blue helmets, I should say, have a Virginia on one side, numbers on the other. That was kind of weird. Uh, their black and, helmet. And the Virginia with the mascot inside of the state of Virginia, right? Yeah. Uh, their black helmet has a lion head logo. So you can see they're, they're throwing a few different things out there. Um, but again, they're just benefiting from a really good color scheme of blue and white. So it's even with trying some funky things, it's really hard for them to mess up too much. As a result, they had some, some looks that I really liked. They wore a white helmet with a blue shirt and a white pant look that I gave an 8 out of 10 for. Even with all the experimenting, they still found some ways to look pretty good. Yeah, some of their looks, though, they do have that weird stripe above the numbers that sort of tapers down towards the armpits, if you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying. That, yeah. that is very early 2000s, and I'm glad that look, for the most part, stayed in the early 2000s. We don't need it anywhere around us today. They're still <laughs> rocking it, so don't love that. Um, and, but I, I also don't mind, though, the, the use of their – they have some very uh, gratuitous use of the, the lion's head logo. In, uh, in in their different in, in their different um, you know symbols, I guess you would call them on their helmets. But uh, I actually really like it when they just have the ODU with the crown on the helmet. Yeah. I, I like that too. I think that's their white helmet, which, as I just said, was their best look. Yeah, definitely. Um, and they also have that that helmet sort of it's it's white, but it, it's sort of uh, a, a little bit blue on the back bottom, sort of tapering down towards the face mask. Yeah, something that Navy did uh, a few years back in the Army-Navy game where they had – it was a – I, I guess you call it a three-tone helmet, uh, really a two-tone with a, with a transitional stripe in the middle of it. I really like that kind of helmet look. Uh, I think it's kind of cool. It's, it's unique. It's, it's kind of off the wall, but I actually kind of do like it. Uh, I like the ODU logo, and there's one logo that I actually really like. It's, just, it's the big lion head logo. Um, it's just kind of like – like it's just kind of part of the helmet with a matte blue helmet. I kind of like those, but there was like the where it's, where they had the cursive Old Dominion and then the 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 lion with the crown. I, I don't like that. I think that's too busy. But uh, their best combination is actually their white on white uh, because with their white on white, they do have that good modern font that Nike uses for some of these mid major schools. Um, they have a subtle uh, accent on the shoulders. Uh, and, and I think that with the white on white uniforms, it's kind of it's really hard to screw up a lot of stuff because with white on white, it's hard to put a lot of accents in there, and and they don't. So I think that gives them some credit there. So, um, but they they have some decent uniforms. Uh, I wouldn't really go out and say that they have the best. They they could potentially have the best with their color combination and their logo and things that they could do. But um, they just need to continue to work on. It. And I'm I'm glad that that I'm no longer seeing. I call them the bra straps. I'm, gl- I'm glad I don't see the bra straps anymore. Yeah, well, let's head down then to one of the 15 or 20 schools that claims to be the Harvard of the South in Houston, Texas, Rice University. Um, you know, Rice has been around for a while, so I think their look is, you know, has been pretty standardized, right, Josh? Yeah, I mean, they use the, uh, the old English R uh, on their helmets. They have it on their nameplate, um, above the numbers, which I think would work well, but for whatever reason, Adidas slapped a really big Adidas just below their neck. So it's like an oversized Adidas logo and then rice and kind of a small uh, nameplate and then uh, their numbers. 
they have a very plain look, but blue and white classic. The, the old English R looks good. I, I think if there's a team that could actually benefit from having some stripes, you know, um, like kind of uh, the Alabama has the double maroon. If they put two blue stripes on their pants, I think that would look good. Maybe a triple stripe on their on their shirts. Uh, they went almost too old school, where it's just monocolor. Um, but but like I said, I hate to be a broken record. The old English R does look good. Coach, yeah, I, I love their uniforms. I think they're really classic. I, I think that look, um, if it's not overdone by a lot of teams, I think it can work. I think the fact that they have the old English R kind of makes it acceptable that they have plain because they want to feature your eyes on that logo. I don't, I don't like that they, that they, uh, I think Adidas should have probably stuck their logo somewhere else on these uniforms or they shouldn't have had rights on the front of them. I I don't love that. Um, But I mean, it's one of my few gripes on their, on their uniforms. Uh, They don't, I don't think if I'm, if I'm going on a separate tangent battle here, um, I don't think they quite win the, the uh, mid-major old school classic look. Um, I think Georgia Southern, uh, to kind of give you foreshadowing of the Sun Belt, um, Georgia Southern does the Alabama look, um, but in the same color scheme of blue and white. Uh, they do the exact same scheme uh, as Alabama does, So, um, and that's kind of where they got it from, and they've kept that look the whole time. But uh, back to Rice, I don't know. Something about it makes me like them a lot. Um but I think if they had a little more stripes, I think some more fans would come to see them play, and maybe they'd get a couple more recruits that they don't that they wouldn't usually get um, that would come to say, "Hey, it's a smart school with some cool logos and cool uniforms, and hey, let's let's roll with it." It works for Stanford, so you know, it could work for Rice too. Who knows? Uh, they need to sort of follow the lead of their baseball program, which has done a uh, much better on the field of play than their counterparts in football have. Um, let's now move to one of our favorite teams, the Mustard Buzzards of Southern Miss. Um, it is, uh, you know, it's a- another black and gold combination. Yeah, but it doesn't work as well because they do some dumb stuff. They've got really awkward shoulder coloring where the numbers are on the sleeve. Uh, for instance, I think in their all black jerseys, that number that where the numbers are, that is a gray. So it's like all black with a weird gray splotch. Um, then their helmets are just lettering. It's just Southern Miss written in really little letters. Um, I didn't love anything they did, but with that black and yellow combo, you can't hate anything. So they actually got all fives for everything. All twelve of their jerseys out of five. And their helmet got a five also because they didn't mess up too much, but a lot of potential for them if they just got their act together. Josh, I'll, I'll sum up what you said in two words. Outstandingly average. <laughs> yeah, not much, more, not much more to add there, really. Uh, they could definitely be confused for uh, Akron or Kent State at times. Um, but that's a, a different story for a different day. Um, let's head to uh, the Blazers, UAB. Well, I didn't do anything for them because they didn't play football in 2016. Oh, well, then uh, do you have any musings on uh, on their past uniforms? I mean, they got a dragon head. It's going to be pretty freaking awesome. Yeah, we, we, we don't have to go uh, m- much past there. The, the white helmets that they have with the dragon head with the red fire coming out of its mouth are so absurd that they're amazing. They need to wear those more often. Those are the most absurd, cool helmets I've ever seen. 
Uh, one of the things I really hate that they did was they tried they tried the LSU template with the helmet where they put UAB and then the little blazer head uh, down below it. I don't I don't like that at all. I think they should just go ahead and embrace their ridiculousness because uh, they they discontinued their program, so they need something like that. I, I think that UAB should just take because I don't hate this green and gold combination. Um, I actually kind of really like it. And you'll, you'll see when we get to the Mountain West preview. Um, but they should just say, you know what? Screw it. We're going to go completely off the wall. We're going to do the probably the cra- – we're, we're going to go to Nike and see how crazy our uniforms can be. They need to look like a Japanese baseball team uh, with their uniforms. It, and, and I think that would – I think they're the only team that could, that could probably pull that off. Yeah, I think one of the reasons they could pull that off is their nickname. I mean, their nickname is already kind of ridiculous as the Blazers. If you were the Wildcats, it's harder to go crazy. But, like, you're the Blazers. You're already unique. And you've got a freaking dragon, man. Like, their uniform should have scales on them. There, there should be, like, like little fire coming out of the helmets. Um, but I digress. Next, we need to head to uh, the University of Illinois. Oops, I mean UTEP. I'm sorry. <laughs> Exact same jerseys. Uh, well, they don't actually, because UTEPs are better than Illinois. Um, <laughs> so, a few interesting like highlights about them. I've mentioned how there are some teams in transition where they're trying a whole bunch of different looks. So, they wear a blue helmet occasionally with a pickaxe, uh, but no lettering. The pickaxe is in orange, and those are a matte look. Their orange jerseys, but only their orange jerseys, have gradient numbers. Uh, their white jerseys, but only their white jerseys, have an interesting shoulder stripe. Uh, it's a blue on top and an orange underneath, but it's kind of like tapered, and then it's solid across the middle and then kind of tapered again. It's very modern, very funky. I liked it. I could see why other people wouldn't. Uh, they also have a gray pant that does the uh, kind of the same fade-in look of their stripes that's unique kind of worked for me and then they have another uh they wore a throwback orange helmet a couple times that had a minor logo um but here's the bad part um thankfully it's not too visible so i didn't take very many points off but they're one of the few teams still clinging to a tramp stamp on their pants it's so dumb i don't know why anyone did it uh, anyway, after such a hodgepodge of their looks, um, they were all over the map with their scores, but they had a few things that worked, and this is going to sound strange because for a lot of teams, I downgraded it. I wasn't a fan of gray when it's not a part of their usual color scheme, but Texas El Paso, when they wore their blue helmets with that orange pickaxe, their blue shirts with those gray pants that have the tapered stripe. They were kind of funky and modern, and I liked them. I thought that was their best look. Yeah, I'm. I'm not a. The, the what they do, they sometimes have those uh, when they have the orange jerseys that have the blue shoulders. I'm, and then they have the then they have the orange pants with the large blue stripe that says miners on it. That's really, as far as I'm concerned, not a great look. When they keep it simple. It's good, but again, this is going to be a running theme. And speaking of tramp stamps, I'm going to go off on Arizona. This is a little <laughs> foreshadowing for you guys. Uh, I will have quite the rant when it comes when we get to those Wildcats. Coach Miner, it's your thoughts. Again, keep it simple. I mean, they have – I'm looking at these one uh, jerseys, and, and they have the piping on them, which I don't hate. 
Um, but anytime you have an orange and white team, um, I think um, as much blue as you can get as accent color, I think makes that orange look a little bit look a little bit better, more digestible. Um, I really hate their orange on orange. I think that they should go and just say, you know what? They should just say, you know what? We're going to be like LSU. We're going to go with one combo and and wear a different jersey every once in a while, like maybe twice a year. But we're going to go white on blue with the orange helmet and the triple stripe and the UT- and our standard UTEP logo. I think that they would probably win this conference if they stayed in only those uniforms. Well, let's stay within the state of Texas. Uh, head from El Paso to San Antonio. Um, we've got UTSA, which, again, another uh, some more orange for us. So San Antonio has a really boring helmet. It's just, like, that they wore a lot. Um, that was a Texas, orange Texas, and it said, like, UTSA. Um, and then they sometimes wear, a, like, a bird eye. But when they wear the bird eye, they wear it with weird stuff. So their best helmet, I only gave a five for. And what's crazy is they're the opposite of Marshall. They have a boring helmet that they then pair with some beautiful jerseys. Uh, They wear these all blue jerseys with the numbers in orange, which is different. And the names on the jerseys are also in orange. I think they look great. They have three really thin stripes on the shoulder. They reminded me of the Chicago Bears look. It was just a very clean look. I love what San Antonio is doing. Yeah, they, you know, and they're also one of the teams uh, when they have their gray alternates. They have a blue helmet with a gray jersey that has uh, you, they either rock blue numbers or orange numbers with blue pants. I think that is a really nice look, especially with the orange numbers. For some reason, one of the few times that really works for me. Yeah, I, I like it a lot, too. Uh, I think there's so much potential they could do with their helmets. I'm looking at this one picture um, where they have the black chrome with, the, with like, the kind of, like, the copper-orange chrome face mask and the Roadrunner head uh, helmet. Those, are, those might be some of the coolest helmets I've ever seen in my life. Um, and they wear, like, the, the kind of, like, the gunmetal black. It's, like, a kind of a lighter shade of black with kind of gray accent to it uh, with orange numbers. Uh, I think if they stick with those, those would be awesome. But I, I think they need to go to that that uh, Roadrunner head logo. Um, they call these the Blackbird uniforms, uh, which are freaking awesome. Uh, but they're one. Of, they're, and when we get to the ACC, I'll talk about the half stripe really. Uh, but they have they have on some of their helmets. They have this like I think it, it I think it looks like kind of a and I may be wrong, but it kind of looks like a half stripe that stops in the middle of the helmet that gets smaller, kind of like what Virginia does. I think that's I think that's what I'm seeing, but I'm not positive. But uh, I'm also looking at this one helmet where they go white with the orange face mask and the and the bird head. I think those are really cool helmets. Um, and I think if they if they went with those with some of these uh, jersey combinations that they that they like to trot out there sometimes. Um, yeah, and coach, that that white helmet you're talking about has has the bird head on one side, but it has the number on the other side. I kind of like that though. See, I, I think that's I just that. that that's a little too much. Old Dominion tried that too. And I I didn't really love it there. So, but you know, again, this, these are very subjective rankings here on a legal motion. I, I don't hate that, and they're and they're they're conference USA, so look at them. They have no tradition. This is very true. Well, let's head to our final school in CUSA, uh, the Hilltoppers, Western Kentucky. Well, they're. They're one of the few teams that has the chrome helmet that just works for me. And I think the, one of the reasons it works for me is the red 
uh, rag that's kind of their logo because they don't, it's hard to symbolize a hilltopper. Uh, so that red rag on a chrome helmet, it was working for me. Outside of that, they've got some weird stripes. They, they have some stuff that just, it feels a little dated. It feels like what teams did in the 2000s yes. to try and stand out. Especially when they wear the when, when they wear their away whites that have the the red sleeve with the black numbers on it, and then the red pants that just say Hilltoppers down the side with no stripe. That is very bad. Um, and again, they're another team that uh, occasionally goes with the tramp stamp, which says "We shall never fail thee." Um, it's that's a little bit strange to me as well. I hate that. Yeah, I absolutely. I think they could do so much with their jersey combinations. I'm looking at this picture that if they went with these uniform combinations, even though I hate this, the fact that it has words down the side of them with no stripe, um, I like every other aspect of it. Um, these these jerseys, actually, the picture I'm looking at, um, are actually the jerseys we will be using at my new school, Hillwood. Uh, we have these style jerseys from Russell, um, but our pants aren't quite like that. But uh, I, I really kind of – I love their helmet. I love the fact that they just said, you know what, the chrome, the silver chrome is going to be our go-to helmet, our standard helmet. I love that. But I just hate everything they do below the helmet. I, I think they I think they typically they strike out on everything below the helmet. Yeah, it, it's way too early 2000s for me a lot of time, especially with what they're doing on you know this this on the sleeves of, of the shoulder part they could also just i think they should just for a, an alternate helmet just have a giant picture of their mascot big red on, <laughs> on the helmet and just go with that or maybe everyone just wears a big red costume to the game one day because that would be absolutely hysterical so uh those are our comments josh uh, you want to uh, do what you did for the sec give us uh, your best and worst of each category then you're- sure um Louisiana Tech and Marshall ran away with the helmet race. Uh, Tech got a 10. Marshall got a 9. Everyone else was 7 or lower. Um, For the single best home look, I talked about those blue jerseys Louisiana Tech wore. I absolutely love those. Those got a 10. So they were first there. Um, And then a couple teams had an 8 as a result and got second place. That was Old Dominion in San Antonio. Uh, for the best road look, um, no one got better than an eight, and three teams tied at eight. And that was uh, Florida International, Louisiana Tech again, and then uh, Middle Tennessee State had a one random road jersey that I really, really liked. Uh, averaging their look for all 12 weeks, Louisiana Tech won that, and Old Dominion got second uh, with a couple teams tied for third, uh, International and San Antonio were there uh, for just taking their two best looks. Uh, Tech won that again. Uh, Old Dominion got second in that, and San Antonio was tied with uh, ODU. Uh, for the worst look, um, Florida International, believe it or not, had the least awful individual look with a 5 out of 10 as their lowest single week. So they won having the least awful look, I guess is the best way to put it. As a result, here are my composite. Um, this is a 13-team league. Uh, Charlotte got 13 for me. Uh, Marshall, 12th. Southern Miss, 11. Uh, that's what happens when you're painfully average, is you don't do so hot in these composite rankings. Uh, Western Kentucky and 
UTEP tied for ninth, uh, Middle Tennessee eight, Florida Atlantic seven, North Texas, or excuse me, Texas San Antonio sixth, North Texas fifth, Rice fourth, Florida International, keeping it simple with some good colors, got third. Old Dominion had some nice looks to finish second, and then I've been talking about it pretty much uh, all second half of the show. I love what Louisiana Tech's doing. They were a runaway winner with uh, finishing first in the conference. Yeah, I think Coach will agree that Louisiana Tech is head and shoulders above everyone else. I, I do. They, uh, they've they completed four laps when everybody else has only completed one and a half. Um so I, I like Louisiana Tech by a mile in this conference. I think you, you look at the rest of the schools and everyone's tied for seventh with Southern Miss finishing DFL for me. They just <laughs> they you know some of these schools I like that they take chances and I give them credit for it. Um, but I had a hard time picking between WKU and, and Southern Miss and the and the tiebreaker for me were the helmets uh, for these two schools and Southern Miss just they just uh, they they don't. They don't do anything for me. N- nothing that they do. There's no redeeming qualities about their uniforms. They're, they look like Southern Mississippi High School um, versus the University of Southern Miss. I think they could do so much with their uniforms. Uh, WKU has the chrome helmets, which gave them a, gave them a boost just enough to, to get in that seven way, get in that twelve uh, way tie for seventh place. Yeah, you know, the, I, I agree. Louisiana Tech is. Absolutely, uh, number one with a bullet. But I, I, what surprised me going through these is how quality San Antonio's are. Marshall, I think, has the best potential to move up into number two, but they got to simplify. Uh, I, but I had San Antonio at number two, um, and I had, um, uh, and I, and I had uh, like coach Southern Miss as DFL. Uh, Middle Tennessee State also has some good looks, so uh, they, they get an honorable mention for me. But um, definitely, you know, as we come to a conclusion, uh, Louisiana Tech is going to be is definitely going to be in the running for one of the top ten teams in all of FBS. Yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of teams. Again, uh, I think what hurt a lot of teams from from competing with Louisiana Tech is all the chances they took. Uh, there's a lot of teams that do a lot of cool stuff, but I think that a team like Florida Atlantic, you know, they they're they're one too many tweaks. Um, away from really competing at the top. I think they have a good color combination. I think they could do a lot with the state of Florida and the word Atlantic in the state of Florida. I think if they just stuck with that logo on a white helmet and then simplified their uniforms a little bit, I think they would be good. FIU could be better. Um, They're up there for me. I I do like FIU a lot. I think Charlotte has some potential. They've got a long way to go, apparently. Uh, I don't like North Texas at all. Old Dominion has some some cool looks if, if they just honed in on one and just kind of went with it. Rice add a couple stripes, actually spruce up their uniforms a little bit, take take more chances. I think would benefit them. UAB, uh, I told you the formula on UAB, just go absolutely bananas on their uniform, just just go completely off the freaking deep end. Uh, UTEP and UTSA. Uh, you heard my formulas for them, so I won't I won't bore you to death with that. And then uh, WKU, I think they need to just simplify. They, yeah, they got WKU does have some potential as well, but they really need to simplify. And I, um, so with that, that is going to end uh, our our first in a series of five podcasts looking at all the uniforms across FBS. So, um, Josh, any final words? 
No, I'm just excited that we're doing this. It's fun to uh, take a different look at college football. I know. It's uh, it's always fun to do it that way. So uh, on behalf of our intrepid blogger from Big Ten and Counting, Josh Cook, and sitting next to me, the coach, Corey Burton, this is the professor, Matt Perkins, saying so long and see you next time on the Illegal Motion College Football Podcast. And for the first time ever, yeah! Thanks for listening to the Illegal Motion College Football Podcast. To get in touch with the show, email us at illegalmotionpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at illegal underscore motion. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.